Hello, this is Seasons, A Year in Movies. I'm Emma. I'm Jacob. And we're here to talk about movies. We're here to talk about movies. Well, here we're talking about Star Wars specifically. Yes, during the season of summer, yeah. we're going to talk about the Star Wars movies. Right, so let's, uh, well, maybe we should introduce ourselves first. So, as previously stated, I'm Jacob. I uh, study humanities um, at the university right now. I write things about video games, and I want to be a critic professionally. So this is kind of up my alley. Um, anyway, go ahead, Emma. And I'm Emma. I'm studying sociology in university right now, which means I am trained to get angry and have a lot of feelings. <laughs> right. Also useful skills uh, yes. in this situation. Yes. And so I'm here uh, less of a person, you know, who knows a lot about film and critiquing and more of a person who has a lot of emotions about <laughs> movies and likes to react. All right. I mean, that's really what being a critic is, I think, fundamentally. Um, so basically, the show is we do sort of a season where we do... Um, like a theme around movies. So like, I mean, this, this season is going to be Star Wars. Next, it might be, I don't know, 90s coming of age teen movies or uh, German expressionism or like whatever we, uh, you know, we'll announce that when we get to it. But it doesn't have to be like a franchise, even though that's what we're doing this time. It's just sort of theme around it. And normally we're going to have like one person uh, sort of decide that, but we both kind of went for this one. And mm -hmm. so we'll figure we out. We both what's... love and hate Star Wars a yes. lot. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's true and so we thought we actually thought about doing a star wars podcast um but we decided to kind of go with this so um yeah i feel like that's all the setup we need mm -hmm. so emma do you want to talk about your history with star wars yes so i the first time i remember watching star wars was when i was four years old i probably saw it before then um my dad would play the vhs tapes of the original trilogy and phantom menace for us and I just remember watching that over and over and over as a kid. I saw Attack of the Clones in theaters and it blew my mind. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> um, but yeah, just as a kid, I grew up just playing Star Wars, watching Star Wars. I was pretty into it, but never got it into the extended universe okay. very much. Yeah. Um, but then The Force awoke in me. <laughs> in 2015 in a big way uh with force awakens and ever since then i've just been screaming and crying about it and yeah here we are yeah that's good i feel like yeah we sort of have similar i mean i, I feel like i guess my process is like getting gradually cooler about star wars as time goes <laughs> on <laughs> um but i was really really into it as a kid i saw all the prequel movies in theaters and um and really liked them at the time um and i got into like there was that you know i feel like and i don't i like i and this is probably the same for you but i can't remember a time when i haven't seen star wars yes like i do remember watching it as a kid and sort of react. I mean, like, this is so cool. But I don't really remember a time when I had not seen Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, like, those videos, have you seen, where parents show their kids Empire for the first time? Yeah. And they're shocked. Like, I did not have that experience. Right. Because I was, like, four, and I was like, yeah, Obvi. Right, <laughs> Obvi, yeah. Darth Vader, Man, I really, dad. I really wanted my sister to have that moment, but she got, she got spoiled. Oh. Uh, I mean, she's never been into Star Wars, and that's fine. It's okay not to be into Star Wars, but... Um, so, yeah, I guess, weirdly, my maybe most formative Star Wars experience was playing 
Star Wars Knights of the Republic yeah. uh, in elementary school. And that was the first time. I mean, I don't think that game like holds up super well now. Uh, but at the time, it was like mind blowing to see a game trying to like be interested in sort of spiritual things and like um, get more complex subject matter and have like a, a morality system no matter how shallow it was. Um, which it definitely, most of it was, was pretty dang shallow. So I initially had like a super positive reaction to Last Jedi and like, it's sort of same with Force Awakens, but I, I cooled on it pretty quick, um, for, you know, I think all the obvious reasons that people don't like Force. Anyway, we'll get into that later, I suppose. Anyway, so I don't think I have anything to add really, but both very formative foundational yes. experiences with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is, like, the structure. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, argument and disagreement on what order to watch Star Wars in, and we are going to go with uh, a modified version of the Machete Order uh, made by Rod Hilton in 2011. Um, the original order goes 4, 5, 2, 3, 6. Uh, we are, unfortunately, going to be watching Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so we will be watching it. Uh, after five, before two. Uh, and then also we are watching seven, eight, and Rogue One. Uh, right. We're not watching Solo. <laughs> don't add us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe, I don't know. I, I was about to say, maybe if enough people want us to watch it, but I don't know. Yeah. I think we will only watch Solo under duress. <laughs> yes. Uh, we Neither of us have seen it, but we hate everything that it stands for. Uh, and I'm kind of tired and just want nine to come out so I can not think about Star Wars ever again. (laughs) Um, Even though I'm about to talk for, you know, a whole lot of hours about it. Like I said, we love it and also simultaneously hate it. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't think, all right, well, let's talk lists then. So one thing I thought was, I think is kind of interesting is like a lot of Star Wars stuff um, is really filtered through our memories and experiences. And I don't think that's going to change worth you watching them, but I think it's kind of interesting to examine like where we're at with these movies, looking back on them and where we will be at the end of like having done all these podcasts and watching all of them. Mm-hmm. Especially um, because some of them I haven't seen in a few years. And yeah. so we're just kind of going off of uh, a lot of feelings and memories and kind of nostalgia. And right. yeah, I think it, I'm interested to see if it changes for either of us yeah. uh, by the end of this. I think it I think it will. I think so, too. I think it definitely will. Um, yeah, I'm really curious because I've, like, thought a lot about the prequels um, since, but I haven't watched them recently, and so... Yes, I think the prequels are better when you spend time away from them and think about them yeah. than when you actually sit down <laughs> and watch them. That's probably true, yeah. Anyway, uh... I, I can start with my list, I guess. Go ahead. All right, so my list goes, um, so well, I'll go, I'll go bottom to top. Okay. All right, so uh, Phantom Menace at the bottom. Boo. Uh, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and A uh, New Hope or Star Wars. It's, it's Star Wars. It's just, it's just called Star Wars. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, do we want to, do you have any comments? <laughs> or do no. You? All right. Well, let's, let's read your list and then we can have fights. All right. Uh, I will start from the bottom as well. We got Phantom Menace, 
Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones. Mm, okay, <laughs> I already have questions, but that's fine. The Last Jedi, Rogue One, Empire, eh, Empire, New Hope, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi. Okay, that's, uh, I think I would have guessed everything on that, except for, uh, Attack of the Clones being ahead of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and that's what I mean by, like, I'm interested to see what happens after we actually watch it. Because I've seen, I've seen Revenge, like, once. Like, one and a half times. Yeah. Years ago. I think, I mean, I guess for me, that's just definitely technically the strongest Mm -hmm. movie. And obviously, it's the one that was filmed the latest, so it has the most impressive visual effects on some level. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also think structurally, although, yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean, we we will talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about this. But yeah, what is it? What is it about uh, compared to Attack of the Clones? That probably, honestly, uh, from where I'm sitting right now, is I saw Attack of the Clones a lot (laughs) as a kid, and it was the only one of the prequels that I saw in theaters, and that was just such a fun experience for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I watched it a lot, you know, with my brother and my dad, Um, and yeah, I just like even with. The, the special effects in Revenge are a, are a lot better, but also uh, it kind of, like, I mean, <laughs> same could be said of Attack of the Clones, but I think, like, a lot of those big set, set pieces kind of suck out, like, any genuine, like, emotion. Uh, and it's, like, like the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin... Um, oh, again, yeah, like, I get that. It's, mm-hmm. It yeah. should be this deeply emotional thing. And they're just like, let's see, you know, how we can jump from these floating rocks. <laughs> yeah, and although, okay, so I guess my counter argument would be, like, nothing is as bad with that as the Count Dooku Yoda fight in, in Attack of the Fair, Clans. yes. But again, yeah. when I was a child, yeah, I, was, that's, I, mean, I was extremely impressed. Me too. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yoda can fight things. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, actually, I do, now I have, all right, well, it's sort of interesting in light of Empire, because, like, Yoda's all like, I'm not a warrior. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's. sort of interesting thing. mm -hmm, Um, It is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any questions about my side? Uh, Yes. I was wondering, because we talked before uh, about how the last third of Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, And so I'm wondering what... Uh, how, as a whole, New Hope is higher. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of it, is that um, I think there's a lot that I really like about uh, Return of the Jedi, and I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Um, obviously, I put it on the, side, up on the list, and I really like, again, like Wesley like Sir, but like, New Hope's probably the tightest Star Wars movie, arguably, and it's also, I think, um, the one that works the best disconnected from everything else. Yes. And, um, and I don't know, I, I think it also, like, this is especially true with, um, sick with seven rogue one and, and eight, um, but is true to a certain degree with the prequels as well, is that these are movies that are really interested in star Wars itself and sort mm-hmm. of try to comment and, and work with. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem to be clear. I think, you know, like, I mean, Yeah. I don't know if I should bring up the example of Greek drama after all that Twitter stuff <laughs> about Infinity War. Um, but, like, 
I probably should. Uh, no, I'm not going to get into that. Never mind. Anyway, um, but I do think that, like, you know, there's a lot of great literature that's very self-referential or referential to works that it's based on, and it's supposed to be in dialogue mm-hmm. with those things. I don't think that's necessarily bad. Um, but I do think that Star Wars is like that because it's, um, you know, it's heavily influenced by Kurosawa films, mm-hmm. uh, by Dune, um, by Western, by all sorts of things. And um, I think manages to create something that feels now even very fresh and interesting with all these disparate influences. And I think it, I don't know. I feel like that's, I mean, if we're going to have more Star Wars movies, which I don't really want there to be, Mm -hmm. um, but if we're going to have more of them, like, I think that's a lesson it should learn that like, let's like try and bring in new interesting things and, and try and like, cause I mean, Star Wars was such an interesting film at the time because it was so, driven out of one person's interests yes. and they're, you know, sort of, yeah. And I, I kind of miss that. And I think like, I don't think it's not there in the, in like the, even the prequels, like feel very much like George Lucas movies, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think to their benefit actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. despite all the jankiness. Yes. But I, I do think that uh, Star Wars is the one that sort of holds up on its own as its own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The best. And I don't know, maybe that by default makes it the best movie. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you're reminding me of one of my favorite anecdotes uh, when I listened to the commentary um, over New Hope. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about how, because like the first, I forgot that the first like 20 minutes of the movie is mostly just R2 and 3PO like wandering around the desert. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, when I watched it a couple years, as, years ago, I was like, oh, like this is, you know, it's fine. I still like it, but I was like, okay, all right, all right, we're going. <laughs> I... Uh, but. I, I, I have but, thoughts about that too. But oh, I know. I know. My favorite thing is um, on the commentary track, they were talking about how when, when it first came out uh, in 77, uh, people were confused and thought the movie was moving too quickly because yeah. it was all like brand new. Uh, and yeah, so no. I think that's, well, that's definitely actually... something we need to remember as we watch the movies. Um that also both of us were coming to it. And as a society, we come to Star Wars with, like, with all this knowledge. Baggage, yeah. yeah, with a lot of baggage, of both, like, emotional and intellectual and kind of, like, the history of the discourse around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I'm not saying we should disregard that at all. I think that's important. Right. Um, however, it is just as important to acknowledge it. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... I don't mean to say that i can like look at you hope as like this pure unbroken star wars i don't Mm -hmm. know and like but yeah it's just um like i guess it's the film that's easiest for me to think about like because that's a scrappy ass movie yes you know Uh, and it looks great but like also but yeah but it's also just that like you know that's the last star wars movie that was made by filmmakers who were struggling to mm-hmm. make something and like on like in the you know the studio wanted to change so much about it yeah. and had like George Lucas had such a hard time convincing them of all these things and, and even he you know he was like doubtful about it and yeah. didn't think it would make any money you know or thought it would be a cult hit right yeah. supposedly anyway it's, so it's it's an emotional movie yeah so i i feel like you know it's the only Star Wars movie that was made when Star Wars wasn't a worldwide phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, I mean, that, that has shifted somewhat, you know, 
um, and sorry, was Star Wars is a place that pop culture has shifted a lot. Where they think there might have been a place like in the '90s before Phantom Menace, where it was like, no, like liking Star Wars a lot was like kind of nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think liking Star Wars now is about as nerdy as going to a football game, which is like yeah. fine. I don't. That's not a. That's not a judgment thing. Football. The NFL is bad. To be clear. Uh, football is fine. <laughs> <laughs> football as a sport is morally is, is, neutral. It's morally neutral, yeah. The NFL is extremely bad. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how things shake out with mm-hmm. the sequel trilogy, I guess. Yeah. like, Because, um, like, Rogue One is a movie that I like thinking about a lot, and mm-hmm. I think... Says a lot of interesting things, but it's also just super messy. Yes. And I wonder if in the thick of it, I'll just be like, nah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for me, I also love thinking about it a lot and uh, probably get most of the joy from that movie about thinking yeah. about thinking about it. Uh, but watching it, however, is always... I just rewatched it a couple months ago, uh, and it was still, like, a visceral, emotional experience for me, even though I was like, this is this is some hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, yeah. When I'm also like... Um, it's also weird that that's the last movie we're going to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll... I don't know. And I think in some ways, and this is maybe a weird... Well, I don't know. I actually feel like three and two sort of get into a lot of the themes about like government and imperialism that are in the first Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Rogue One is really invested, interested in that stuff. And there's a lot of the way it uses imagery that is very subtly political, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, although, it, yeah, I don't know, whether it's entirely successful using that imagery <laughs> is an entirely different question um, or tasteful, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it um, is sort of aware of sort of history as. Uh, at least on some level, a movie about Vietnam. At least, yes. At least you can read it that way. Oh yeah. And yeah. Anyway, I think yeah. unfortunately, due to the structure of this, uh, the last watching it last is kind of the only place we can watch it. Yeah, I feel the same uh, way. And and it doesn't have to be you know the, a big grand finale. Right. Know, it's it's also going to be weird actually to watch like Return of the Jedi and force awakens right after each other yeah that's i mean watching return of the jedi followed by force awakens followed by last jedi it's weird i feel like yeah i mean it's i mean not that not to say that just but luke is in such a different place at the beginning (laughs) of last jedi than he is at the end of return of Mm -hmm. the jedi um that that's a yeah that's That's, just gonna be that's gonna be important to me that's gonna be important to you yeah that i'm curious to see how that plays Mm -hmm. um you know, because like, yeah, like I, I watched The Last Jedi and I hadn't, I hadn't even watched Force Awakens since I saw it in theaters. But to be clear, to be frank about my own biases, I really dislike J.J. Abrams. Yes. I think he's made maybe two good movies and there's a lot of bad in both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, the two movie, good movies being Force Awakens and Star Trek. Um, and, and also a lot of what is good about those movies are not him. It's all, you know, his most original movie, Super 8, is still an ape of E.T., first of mm-hmm. all, and is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least has a, I mean, the thing is, he can, he can construct the hell out of a scene, I will say. He's a talented director in many ways, but he's a hack. And so I'm curious to see how Force Awakens plays for me, given, because at the time I was, I was like, I really didn't like, um, 
Into Darkness and a couple other, but I was like a little more partial to him at the time, I think. And so I'm wondering how that's going to come off now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think there will definitely be some moving around. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also curious to see, because I think it's sort of taken, I mean, I don't know for, for some, but I think it's sort of taken for granted that Last Jedi is a better movie than like any of the prequels uh, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, or like the, all the sequel movies are better. I'm kind of curious to see how that shakes out. I could I could see Force Awakens being closer to the bottom of this list yeah, at the end of it you. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I can see it shifting down for me. Uh, my extreme love for that comes from uh, a lot of feelings and emotions, but I can see, yeah. you know, why by, like, watching them all together and kind of comparing more at my movie. Yeah, can. but the thing is, uh, I also think, like... Sorry, do you want to finish your... I have, a, I have a thought about okay. about Force Wiggins, but I want to finish your thing. I'm just wondering uh, how, if it changes at all, um, how that might be based on the context of other movies. Right. Uh, not necessarily on its own merits or failings. Right. I, I mean, I think it's also going to be interesting coming off onto Force Awakens after watching the prequels. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I mean, I think... Um, whatever we end up thinking about them and i'm curious to see where we land on that um like the prequels are kind of bad with gender mm-hmm. and like padme i mean even compared to leia justice for is padme a, justice for Padme. yeah is a much you know is a character with a lot less agency mm-hmm. and um and so i think like those elements of force awakens like the fact that leia is nonchalantly the leader of the rebellion mm-hmm. And oh, I'm interested to see because Leia loses basically all her authority by uh, Return of the Jedi. I'm interested to see um, right, that's ending with Empire than watching Padme, you know, watching oh, the struggles yeah. of her mother uh, and then landing with Leia um, right. where she's, you know, basically a forest sprite. Which, don't get me wrong. I love it. <laughs> yeah. She looks good. She does look but, good. But, uh. Yeah, but she does look good. It'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah, and then like obviously Ray, sort of serving as almost like, you know, that she gets captured and they go to rescue her, just like in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. But then she rescues herself, which I mean I like, but it's also weird for reasons we will get into. Yeah. I'm, gonna, um, like, I'm getting teared up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good moment, and I was actually like when I was in the theater, um, I was like, man, this is disappointing. You should also step back a little bit. I feel like, anyway, your audio is coming up really loud. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was in the theater, I was like, man, I can't believe they're just, like, kidnapping Ray. Like, that sucks, you know? And then she, like, breaks out, and I was like, oh, like, cool. <laughs> like, you know? So that's, yeah, like, that's definitely a, a good moment. Um, even though, yeah, I mean, we'll get, we'll get into... We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I think... Uh, yeah, some of the stuff with the Force in Force Awakens is very interesting, and some of it is really weird, especially how Rey breaks out is a weird bit, is a weird <laughs> beat, I think. Um, anyway, yeah, um, I'm trying to think if I have any other thoughts about this list. I don't think I do. I guess maybe, let's wrap up, we didn't really plan for this, but let's wrap up, like, do you want to do, like, why do you hate Star Wars and why do you love Star Wars? Oh my God. yeah and then i'll talk about that too and then we can do our outro honestly i love it and hate it for the same reasons (laughs) that (laughs) it's extremely emotional for me um and so i love i love 
uh, character, I love character work, and I love kind of these grand stories um, about, you know, all my gay space children. Um, <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, I'm really glad... That the, in some ways I'm glad that the expanded universe is gone because there's there's now no count. No one can be like Luke isn't gay. He married someone. <laughs> yeah. Luke is just gay. Luke is gay. <laughs> um, talk to Mark Hamill. Come and fight me. Um, I'm bad at this. Um, it's okay. Staying on track. Um, so you hate it for the like it for the same reasons. Yeah, um, so basically all of these characters are really important to me, and where I hate it um, is, and maybe this isn't a totally fair thing to ask, uh, but I hate it when I feel like uh, the story kind of falls short of the characters. Um, And I think, you know, this happens a lot in the prequels, um, and in my opinion, <laughs> uh, in Last Jedi. Man, we're going to have fights because I feel like... We are going to fight, yes. I feel like the... Yeah, because in my opinion, the movie that does that is Force Awakens, not Last Jedi. Um, but, so we're going to have... We're going to talk. Fight. We're going to fight. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, I think... I love Star Wars, I think, because... Well, I should start with why I hate it. Let's end on positive note. Because mm-hmm. we're going to have to watch all these movies. Um, so, I think... What I hate about Star Wars, I think I hate it's, um, and this is actually curiously tied to the reasons I really love it, um, it's dominance in pop culture right now, and the way, like, you know, I feel like when a new Star Wars movie comes out, the entire conversation about film just, like, shifts over, and, like, even as someone who, who liked The Last Jedi and, like, found, um, I just found the conversation around it super exhausting, and and found like the way in which it became i mean not that not that last jedi is like not a political movie or something but the way it became like if you don't like the last jedi you're not woke and you hate women is like a i think a really weird and yeah something that i think you find especially frustrating (laughs) um you know and so um i think you know i think it's a good thing that star wars has become uh more diverse and there's but at the same time it's like yeah but like i don't know but the way i think it's it's used as a political object even though it's being run by this like giant mega Mm -hmm. corporation that's really only interested in getting your money oh yeah um is frustrating to me and and that doesn't mean that like people can't find like good political message and we're going to talk a lot about rogue one and what i Mm -hmm. find like really interesting about its politics um but i don't think that i think i'm i'm sort of frustrated by the way it can dominate and and uh and, like, censure cultural conversations in a way that I think is actively harmful, both to the films themselves and to our dialogues about film. Um, And, like, that's something I... Society as a whole. Society (laughs) as a whole. It's really, yeah, Star Wars. It's uh, it's a driving force in the woes of the world. Um, But I think... um, And that's something I hope to do. Even though we're we're to talk pop movies, I... There's, like... I might want to do, like, a Superman season later. Um, But, anyway... Anyway, I also want to use this as a space where we can talk about movies that mm-hmm. people might not have heard of and, and try and, even though obviously we are not doing that this first time around. Um, uh, the reasons I love Star Wars, I love um, how um, spiritual and mythological mm-hmm. it is and that it's invested in um, 
these kind of big questions. And like, I, I don't know, I guess, um, you know, a lot of, like I talked about, about how Star Wars resembles a hero's journey and, and stuff like that. Um, and that's like fine. I think the hero's journey is, is definitely overrated as a story template. Um, but what I think Star Wars gets right is, is this, it, it, um, it's a big story about our souls and about the battles that take place within us. Mm -hmm. And I think that those, like that's what fantasy and like science fiction at their best often are, is these, these stories that make our personal problems and our foibles like cosmic and huge. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I just think there's, you know, there's so much about a new hope and return of the Jedi that fall into like the long to just get out and Mm -hmm. just go somewhere and be someone and the and also like discovering sort of the hollowness of that or the complexities that come with mm-hmm. it, or yeah. dealing with your own evil or like dark heritage and trying to like reckon with the way you resemble that which you most hate and most um, despise is like really powerful. And I think everybody deals with that, mm-hmm. um, and so Star Wars just blows it up and makes it cosmic. And I mm-hmm. think that's what that's what makes them I think super powerful films that people identify with. Yeah, well, I love that as well. And I also, uh, it's one of the reasons why I love Rogue One, uh, because it, while I appreciate, like, the cosmic and kind of, like, you know, universality of kind of the story, like, the main saga, um, the spirituality in the main saga, uh, I love how it, Rogue One kind of shows us a grounded, uh, sort of that same, those same issues. Well, I think that's... Yeah, the movie's portrayal of the Force is one of the most interesting. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. And it's I think so it's so good, and I'm going to watch it and then be sad because it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's a moment that, that works for sure. There's, uh, you all can fight me. Yeah. Um, that was like the most spiritual experience I've had in years watching that movie <laughs> wow, in the theater. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. You haven't seen Wings of Desire yet. I have not. So <laughs> we'll get, get there. We'll get there, yeah. Okay, I think that's going to do it uh, for us, unless you have some other closing notes. Let's just finish up with our socials. So we are a brand new baby podcast, uh, and but we'd still love to hear from you, uh, maybe especially at this time. Uh, <laughs> if you yeah. want to let us know how to do this thing we're doing, uh, we have a Twitter. We're at Seasons Movie Pod. And we have an email, seasonspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up at either of those places. Let us know, um, you know, how we can sound good. <laughs> how, uh, any tips. Uh, if you have any questions about, you know, Star Wars or, you know, our favorite pizza toppings, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> That's where you can do it. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready for pizza questions. Okay. But... We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, anyway. a new, it's a start of a new relationship. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, we're also hosted um, by the folks at Abnormal Mapping, which can be found at abnormalmapping.com and can be supported at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Uh, please do that, actually. They are wonderful and make wonderful podcasts that are very fun to listen to. And hopefully we're one of those, kind of. Anyway. <laughs> Again, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> anyway, so our next episode will be on Star Wars, colon, A New Hope. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm Jacob. You can find me uh, at jacob.benfell on Twitter if you want to follow my writing or things that I do. I also stream on Twitch. Um, at twitch.tv slash grace in the machine um 
yeah, I think that's about it for me. How about you, Emma? Yeah, I'm Emma, and you can follow me on Twitter at U of Wales, the letter U of Wales, the large aquatic mammal. Yeah, not the um, British state. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not the place. Yeah, that's about all for me. Okay. Well, thank you um, for your listening time. If you have uh, comments or feedback, feel free to add us on Twitter. This is the one time we will say that. <laughs> yes, you can, in fact, <laughs> add us. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate it. We'll see you all on the next episode. Bye.